Welcome. This is Ken Holmes with Your Cash is Flowing. This is the fourth segment on looking at your business from the outside in. Do you have a board of directors or advisors? If you do, then I would ask you to think about how they are adding value. If not, then I would urge you to think about how a group like this might add value to your business. While this podcast is about looking at your business from the outside in, I also recognize that this is very difficult for most business owners to do on a long-term sustained basis. That is the reason why a board of outside advisors or directors might be the perfect answer to help you in this endeavor. Outside advisors, by definition, will bring a third-party perspective, which is difficult to obtain among the executive team who are sitting around the table today. Let's talk for a few minutes about the makeup of any advisory group and then on what you might expect from them. The makeup of the group should be those who are willing to commit both the time and energy to serve. Members who are too busy to attend regular meetings or take the time to stay in touch are unlikely to provide any value. You also want people in the room who have experiences similar to yours so that they can relate to your business and some with dissimilar experiences so that they can bring a fresh perspective. All of one and none of the others will not make for a great mix. One of the chapters in my book, Your Cash is Flowing, Why Every Entrepreneur Needs to Think Like a CFO, deals with the seven critical skills of the C-suite. Those skills are not only critical to your executive management team, but are also a great benchmark for evaluating your selection criteria. In addition to critical business skills, you will want to consider bringing in people to round out any skill set that may be lacking in your current executive suite. Perhaps you have a gap in long-term strategy development, then consider looking for someone with that skill set who can help give you guidance in that area. Fellow business associates, lawyers, finance professionals, a key vendor or customer recognizing potential conflicts at times, and community leaders are all candidates for board positions. I also think it is important to compensate people for their time. While it may be difficult to pay them at market rates depending on their status, making some effort to compensate outside directors sends a message that you are serious about their role. Among the other issues one needs to consider is whether you are searching for an informal advisory group or a more formal board of directors with authority to authorize certain actions on behalf of the company. The former group may be easier to put together than the latter, which will require more rigor and documentation in both the initial structure as well as ongoing, the production and approval of formal minutes, for example. As an aside, don't expect anyone to accept a formal board of directors position without DNO, directors and officers, insurance in place. At least as important as specific skills is finding people who will give you honest feedback and advice. While that may seem obvious, I've seen boards made up of people who are all too willing to nod their heads approvingly at whatever the CEO or chairman suggests. You do not want people with a yes man syndrome. A board like that is not worth having. You want people who enthusiastically state their position and be willing to push back and challenge the status quo. That is how to create remarkable success. I hope you've enjoyed today's edition of Your Cash is Flowing with me, Ken Homza. For more information, visit homza.com.